Hello guys, welcome to Kingdom Grace Studio. This is the host, Brahim Mansa Kalon. Once again, I am here with Paul Bill. And um, I'm going to allow him to introduce himself to tell us briefly who you are. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, firstly, I'm a believer. I'm a Christian. Um, my husband and a father, um, just somebody that loves Jesus and loves worship. Um, he changed my entire life. And I've been saved since uh, 21 years old and I'm 30 now. So I'm just I'm wow. grateful. Amazing. Amazing. I usually like to the, the guests to share their saving experience. Yeah. So how did you come to know this this Jesus that we call our best friend, our father, yeah. our savior, our Lord? What was that moment like? Um, I had kind of like a Damascus Road experience, honestly. So um, I was living in a secular lifestyle and um, I had to go live back with my mom and she was married to a pastor at the time. He's passed away. And she said, you can come back. You can, uh, you can be a part of, uh, you can live here and, and all of that, but you got to be at church on Sunday. So I was like, okay, you know, I don't really, uh, don't really want to go to church, but I mean, if that's what it takes to have a roof over my head, I'll go. For sure. And so um, we was probably there for about a good uh, six or seven months and nothing was really hitting. And up to that point, everybody was telling me, man, you got to get baptized. You know, you need to give your life to the Lord. You're, um, you're living on the edge. You're kind of living dangerously. And uh, still didn't want anything to do with it. Uh, from 12 to 21, I would consider um, the darkest years of my life. And so um, I was driving down the freeway. The car fell asleep behind the wheel of the car. Wow. And I hit a guardrail on the freeway. And it was like in that moment, God had shook me up and said, I'm not going to warn you again. I'm not going to tell you again. This is the last time I'm going mm. to uh, try to get your attention. And so I have been on fire for him ever since then. Uh, I came wow. home. And, uh, you know, obviously fell asleep and woke back up. I had damaged the car I was driving. And I, uh, it took me about a couple of weeks to drive the freeway. Um, but I had realized that that was the only place I could have fallen asleep without going on the oncoming traffic or off of bridges or um, it, it just, it shook me up. And I realized, okay, God, you are real. You truly just saved my life. And um, been living, been living for him ever since. And then, uh, started learning about Jesus, started yeah. learning about baptism and, and the rest, uh, the rest is history. Powerful. Thanks. Wow. 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 Thanks for sharing that. Um, Absolutely. The next question I want to ask you, is, when did you decide to follow the calling of God upon your life as a minister who worships God through songs or maybe other yeah. means? Almost like an instantaneous shift. So I was in secular bands and groups. Uh, at the time uh, of my conversion. And so um, I walked away from all of that. Man, I lost so many friends or friends, I guess, quote unquote, um, during that entire process because I was just like, I can't sing these songs anymore. I, I, I just like something in me is just saying, I, I need to go ahead and glorify God with, with the gift that he's given me, recognizing that it, it actually is a gift. And so it was really an instantaneous shift. Now I, I walked with him for about two years before I started releasing music and, uh, you know, really going to more of like a public ministry. I walked with him uh, intentionally and closely for about two years straight. Wow. Um, and that was, that was before anything got released. And then um, the church I was going to at the time uh, had basically 
sort of catapulted me into, you know, being able to record music ministry and they had, uh, they helped me fund it and all of that. And so um, that was really, that was really about two years after um, getting saved and it's been nonstop writing for him ever since. Um, you know, but we serve even outside of music during that time I was serving, um, you know, some at risk kids in our community, uh, you know, definitely helping to mentor them and teach them there's a better way. Um, but, but yeah, music, music got started roughly about two weeks. It's always been there, but actually as far as like writing and recording and producing music, it was about two years later. Wow. Wow. So there's, there's three things I am taking from, from just what you have said. One of them is that, um, um, even though you know that God has put this innate, uh, gift in you, uh, the, mm-hmm. the, the ability to sing, right. And yes. um, first, you were using it in the circular world to either glorify yeah. the devil or glorify self, right? But no, then, when you right. give your life Absolutely. to when you give your life to Christ, you discover that you know what, what God has put in me, it's to glorify God and for the benefit of humanity. And then yes. the local church will help you to discover to develop whatever God has put in you. I'm pretty sure they give you the opportunity to lead worship in church and all that stuff sure. too, right? And then you yeah. mentioned something that is very very powerful that I believe that's something that we as ministers we can learn from is that preparation you said that yes. before you before you, you you took upon yourself to engage another level of of your ministry you sought the law for two years trying to know the will of god for your life trying to prepare yes. yourself mentally emotionally spiritually right and then yes. you also you also mentioned that um apart from music you're also involved in mentorship yes. you're also involved in mentorship now let's get to the content of your lyrics or the content of your music because content is yeah. king right yes Absolutely. we can have different types of gospel music be it r&b hip-hop afrobeat reggae whatever it is right sure. but what really makes a difference is the content the message yeah. that matters so what is your message in your music and how do you come about your message in your music and and what do you want to achieve from the message that you deliver out here through your music to let's say to believers unbelievers to the world even to god himself i believe that god has really uh, given me a passion and a heart for the need of him so like needing god like no matter what platform or how high or how far somebody uh, should go or what they achieve or what awards they walk away with or however much money or finances or funds they're able to bring in uh, we will always, we will always need him. And I believe that he's really given me uh, a pen for the desperation of the need for him. And so songs like Move or Alive in the Room or, you know, any of these songs that I'm writing, you know, I'm talking about how much I really need him. Um, and I think that that's really important because I think once we start to experience uh, success or even worldly success, you know, uh, tangible things, items like awards or plaques on the wall or anything like that, I think it's easy to say, you know, I've got it from here. You know, God, you can take the back seat, but I will always need him. <laughs> I will always need his grace. I will always need his love. I'll always need his mercy. And I really want to convey that. And uh, the song Move that you were playing when I jumped on, yeah. um, you know, we, we need him, we need him to move. We, you know, we just had gone through a pandemic and mm. um, you know, some say that we're out of that. Some still say we're still in it, um, but we still need him to move. You know, the things that are going on across the world right now in Ukraine and um, you know, just rumors of wars and you know, all these things that are happening right now um, that 
you know, we still need God. We still need him in the middle of it. We still need his guidance. We still need his love. We still need his peace. Uh, we still need his forgiveness, his grace. <laughs> you know, we still need him. And I, and I believe that that is, um, that's really the message that uh, God has given me to be able to convey uh, just the desperation for still needing him in everything that uh, he has to be able to offer us. Your one message, which is uh, a need for God, right? And also mm-hmm. your song, Move. I'm trying to relate both of them together, right? Because mm-hmm. you, your, your, your message is, God, we need you in every aspect of our lives. Right now, yeah. as you mentioned, this COVID has affected people drastically. And we yeah. want you to move, right? So let's, yes. if you can briefly analyze that song for us so that the audience will understand what message are you trying to convey in that song, move, or what word are you trying to let people know about God? Because sometimes when we listen to, to gospel message, for me personally, sure. I like to look at, okay, what is it that this gospel artist is trying to convey in this particular music? Like, is yeah. like is is he trying to tell us that, hey, we should glorify God, hey, we should praise God, hey, we should celebrate God, hey, that God is God, God is a God that can wipe away our tears. Like, in your case, when I listen to that music, need yeah. and move, I'm like, wow, that's that's really interesting. So I would like you to elaborate. So I come down in the studio and we instantly started to uh, create the music for the song. When we got into the lyric of the song, um, my area, uh, Illinois, was talking about locking us down again. And the first lockdown that we had went through, I mean, we couldn't leave the house. We couldn't wow. do anything like that. And I know a lot of people that I had talked to, man, we were desperate to not go through uh, another lockdown or uh, through that situation again. And so I was just like, God, we need you to move. Move on the hearts of these politicians who are making these decisions. Move on the hearts uh, of the people um, who are making the calls of whether or not we're going to get uh, locked down or Um, you know, that was also around the time of the riots in the Capitol. I mean, there was so much that was happening um, and we just needed God to move. And so that was really the message that I wanted to convey is that God, we need you to show up in our circumstance. And I think it's, it's, it's interesting to say, you know, God, we need you to show up on a large scale. But I think, um, I think kind of sometimes where we may miss it is in order for him to show up on a large scale, he has to first impact the heart of people. Hmm. So God move in our hearts, if you move in our hearts, you can move in our homes. Wow. If you move in our homes, you can move in our jobs. If you wow. move on our jobs, you can move in our cities. If you move hmm. in our cities, you can move in our states. If you move wow. in our states, you can move in our countries. If you move in our countries, you can move in the world. Absolutely. And so that is, that's kind of what I was like really hmm. trying to convey. God, we need you desperately to move. Um, I need your power. Uh, I need your presence. We need your glory. Um, show up right here in this moment because we need you. We won't make hmm. it without you. And Absolutely. that's... Uh, yeah, that was the what the song was really trying to convey. Wow, wow. God, we're moving our heart. That's where it starts because if yeah. our heart is not moved for, for, for God, this, we can't yeah. do nothing. It, can. God has to capture our heart first because that's where the issues totally of life good. is, right? People from different works of life, different background, and people mm-hmm. worship God in their own unique way, right? So there's no yes. unique definition of what a Christian music is. Some people might say Christian music sounds like Hillsong. Christian music sounds like something else, right? 
But yeah. let's say, for example, if you go to India, when they worship God, they worship God in Hindu or uh, Punjabi. When you go to Africa, they worship God in their local dialects. They like to, they like drums. Yeah. They like to dance. You understand? You cannot go to yeah. an African church if, if you don't want to dance. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and then let's say, for example, I do listen to R&B gospel. Sometimes I listen to hip-hop gospel. Sometimes I listen to sure. better type of worship, right? Contemporary worship. I know there's no actual definition of, of, of Christian music, but what's your take on Christian music, the past, present, and the future, and also keep uh, different cultures in mind as well, because we cannot say that American gospel is is, is the way yeah. of, of of music. You know what I mean? Sure, <laughs> so, sure, yeah. Yeah. So, so what's your take on that? Uh, that's a great question, and I've actually uh, I've never been asked a question like that before. But I would say I would reply to you: What's the intent? And what's the heart of it? And I think that's what makes it gospel. I think that's what makes it, you know, gospel music in my area are uh, big sounds, big vocals, lots of stacks, bells and whistles, uh, keyboard, organ, you know, that's what gospel is in my area. But in somebody else's area, it, it, it may be completely stripped down or just vocal <laughs> or uh, just meditation. <laughs> you know, wow, wow. Um, I, I feel like what's the heart behind it? And that's what really makes it gospel, because I'll tell you, there's some gospel music here uh, that's not glorifying God at all. You know, <laughs> and so and there's really not an intention to glorify anybody but self in that. Um, so I, I want to say what's the heart behind it. That's what really makes it gospel. And uh, it can sound like anything as long as it's really doing everything it can to point you back to the love of Jesus and, and, and God. I, I think that's what really makes it worship. Live in a mass media environment with so much information, but there's no substance where anybody can influence you, right? That's why you as a gospel artist, sure. you have a major role to play. Even your video, your music, because you're gonna have thousands of people who are gonna listen to it. Just like the, the circular celebrities, they have captured sure. the hearts and souls of many, many people. I used to be a hardcore Tupac 50 Cent banger. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Like, bro, <laughs> like, like, like that, that thing was influencing my mind, influencing my actions. Sure, sure. How I see life, how I see women, how I depict reality as a result yeah. of music, right? Yeah, that's good. So, yeah. so music is powerful because even Satan himself was a musician. I heard. Yeah, it's a powerful tool, and and and, and the enemy is right. using it to 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 influence culture, to change culture. Yeah, hip hop is not Sheesh. just a music; it's a culture. Christianity is not it's not a religion it's a relationship it's a culture yeah. of how you think how you dress how you do everything that will glorify God come on agreed so so what's your what's your message what's your desire for for, for young people especially you as a father um, my heart for uh, the people is that no matter what situation or circumstance that they are uh, dealing with or living through and that's saved or unsaved because you know the problems don't stop when Absolutely. we give our lives to the Lord, that we still go through trials and tribulations. Absolutely. And so um, my heart is that anybody in any situation or circumstance can, number one, know that God loves them, know that God is with them in the situation and the circumstance, um, and know that if they are living uh, a particular lifestyle, that there's a better way, um, that there is a, a right way of living, and um, and that, man, that that's that's really the goal that's really the heart is to um is to reach the heart of people 
um, I, I say this all the time uh, before we go out and worship and uh, service on Sunday, but if God can reach our hearts while we're singing, hope prayerfully, he can reach the hearts of the people that need um, mm. to really, to really hear his voice. Interesting. And so wow. um, that's, that's my goal. Every time I step out and not just in a uh, artistry setting, anytime I go to step out and lead worship, anytime I'm in a meeting of any kind, anytime I'm training, cause I train a lot of people as well. Um, anytime I'm in my home talking to my wife and my children, uh, you know, hello, it starts at home. Um, that yes, God, yes. you know, the voice of God can be heard through the heart. Um, and that, you know, anytime that I speak, uh, it, it can be reaching the hearts of people uh, with a with a message that God loved us so much that he sent his son and he died for us. He rose again, he's sitting at the right hand of the father and he's coming back for his one glorious day. And that is the message that I want people to know is that, you know, he loves and he cares about us. Absolutely. Thank you. Can you tell how the audience can reach out to you if you have a website, a social media platform? your next sure. music let us know where we can stream it you know sure absolutely so uh instagram and facebook is at paul bill jr um so just my name and um paul bill jr on itunes and spotify the music is there uh currently move is the only song that's up but we're about a month a little under a month uh from releasing uh my debut ep which is called alive in the room and uh i'm really excited about that so here in about a, a month or so You'll have more uh, more music to listen to, but um, Spotify, anywhere you get your music, you can find the song Move. Before we conclude, Paul, if I may kindly request you just to pray for the audience and then we dismiss. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Father, we just thank you. God, we thank you for a day we've never seen before and a day we'll never see again. Uh, God, but we thank you for your love and your grace and your mercy and your peace and God, your forgiveness. Somebody might be listening to this broadcast uh, God, and they're unsure about you, uh, just have this broadcast to remind them that you are there, you're present uh, in their situation and in their circumstance, and that you care about them. Uh, mm -hmm. Somebody may be listening to this broadcast, uh, God, that desires to be on platform or be a, an, an artist of some type in the, uh, in the gospel music industry, whatever that is. Uh, God, let them know that wherever their circumstance is now uh, does not dictate what it is, the plan that you have for their lives, yes, uh, God, God, moving forward. God, we thank you uh, for my brother. Uh, God, I thank you for this interview and his platform, God, and that it's used uh, sincerely uh, to, to check and also evaluate the gospel artists uh, that are coming onto this platform and to remind them what they're doing here. God, and I thank you for his heart and his passion. And God, I just ask that you will uh, reach the heart of uh, many people, thousands of people, God, through the ministry that he's doing, uh, God, in this platform that he's running. So, God, we're going to give you all the glory in everything that we do. Our hands are lifted and yes, we receive Lord. the call and the plan that you have for our lives in yes, Jesus' Lord. name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much.